Hey, my name is Kevin, and today I'm joined not by Mike, but by Austin. Yeah, me, and on, in person. And on this week's episode, we talk about what it's like to really work with Mike. You don't want to miss that one. Also, we talk about how I got Austin into hunting, how Austin got me into traveling. Uh, Austin, we talk about you transitioning into from a painter to a full-time drone pilot. Yep. Not a side gig anymore. Nope. It's the real thing. Yep. So we talk about that and more. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. is a little weird i must say it it, it is weird because usually <laughs> usually i don't really have to think about whatever i'm going to talk about it's right. just mike starts talking yeah. and then, and then I it's just like you just fill in i just occasionally yeah. say things gotcha yeah. and now yeah actually mike is at a show yep uh no that's a lie he's yeah. at uh yeah. not not a show he's doing a collaboration with about six or eight uh, other hunting related youtubers yeah and it's just like you kind of have to, you know, you want to keep the podcast going, like whether or not Mike's around, right? Well, and that's it, the question. The question is going to be, is it a mistake? Well, you know, yeah, that's is it true. A mistake? That's the big question. Yeah. In my I mean, mind are is, you saying, might I be a mistake, <laughs> Kevin? No, not you, Austin. <laughs> yeah. It's not about you being a mistake. It's yeah. probably more about, gotcha. you know, does anybody care? Does anybody Mike care? Is not here? Right. That, that's probably, yeah, that's like, probably the question. That's true. So, see, and I'm not sure even if Mike will be back next week. So you might be stuck with uh somebody other than mike for two podcasts in a row yeah next week we're going to be at harrisburg we're going to be there from like a friday setting up to the following sunday or something so i think the show is about yeah. nine days and, are you uh, planning to actually go out there yeah there? i'll be out there part of the time jay will be out there part of the time and uh mike will be out there part of the time i'll be out there part of the time austin yeah. will be out there part of the time we yeah. have dallas out there part of the time possibly um so it's going to be good. I think they say a quarter million people walk through there. I think you probably get tired of talking by the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, I, I would imagine. But I I found that when we did the one here in Mount Hope, I was there for a day. It was just really fun. Was like it? People love seeing this technology. Yeah. Like whether it was yeah. people that had seen it before yep. or people that walked past and it was like, what is this? Like yeah. what what can you even do? And then just to like help blow people's minds it was just fun like it well, was and i think fun. the whole booth is set up like when you see a 12-foot drone sitting up top and a couple like smaller drones with the thermal on yeah it is a little bit like wow this is real life yeah this yeah. is this is real life really and actually happening. the crazy thing is that you could be flying this thing yeah like yeah, it doesn't take sure. that much and actually yeah. austin you're going to be flying an ag drone yeah. this year yeah yeah um you're you're buying your own equipment buying your own drone you're going to be spraying in indiana yep um yep. so you're going to be out there flying your own 12-foot drone yeah. how does that feel yeah i i just feel so last week um so i'm the trailer setup that we're doing with with a couple of the guys that are locally from my area yeah, i gotta crack this yeah. thing yeah do, do that close um, to the mic do it close to the mic oh, i kind of missed that one i'm kind of a newbie at this so um it's fine austin but we'll it you. was like so last week we were working at you know getting the setup to go take a class for the applicators permit and then you know doing the whole medical exam and and like doing that and like all of a sudden like what looked really overwhelming like there yeah. is a ton of stuff to yeah. do i had to get in contact with a lawyer to do the uh exemption for what was the 44 807 or something i forget i the should be numbers. able to, to just pull the numbers yeah. out of my head, but yeah, some, I'm not going to say anything because if we're wrong, Mike will. Yeah, never, he'll he'll let us never know. let us. Uh, yeah, forget. Never let. But anyway, but all of a sudden realize, okay, I'm getting 
the ball rolling on this yeah. and it actually isn't as overwhelming as I thought. You just need places to start. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, and it's helpful for you, right? If you have somebody like Mike telling you, here's the first step, here's what you need kind of lays it out. Yeah. Um, and if, and, but man, I remember when I was getting my applicator's license, it's like every state does it different yep. and you know, you can go either do a class or you can just do self-study and, um, I mean, it's a lot, yeah, yeah. it's a lot for, it is for, uh, and, and all I wanted is just somebody to say, this is the course you got to take. This is the test you got to take. So for the applicators, right? You need your, uh, what are the, is there two or three kind of cores or parts of it that you need? Yeah. Well, there's like the main core part, the way that I understand it, but, and then you can add on categories. Yeah. So like you need to add on your aerial, the class that I'm taking is down at OSU and they have a morning session that's just a training session for anybody yeah. that wants to, you know, like be a helper yep. or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but and then the the next the afternoon section is for you as the applicant, mm -hmm. like the person that's going to be licensed. Yeah. And Got then it. you take an exam yep. and hope for the and best. It, and that that uh, the aerial is the same one that helicopter pilots, airplane pilots take. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I'll be buying a helicopter next. Who knows? <laughs> like. I yeah. think I think that that is a twenty year ago thing or a five yeah, year ago. Yeah, thing. totally, totally. Yeah. No, just just more like for fun. For fun, yeah. yeah. De yeah. Definitely not because I'd think it'd be the most efficient way yeah, yeah, to spray yeah. fields because like drones is the future. <laughs> but like, okay, talk about this twelve foot drone. Yeah, yep. So we have some sitting here. This is the studio slash Ooh, uh, yeah. shipping place slash office, like everything. And it, this place is filling up. But anyway. I thought, Kevin, that I might just be able to put the seat in the back of my, or like the box. Oh, put the drone in the back of your car? Yeah. Or you have an SUV, what do you drive? Well, I have an SUV. I think it could get in there, but I was just thinking my car, I yeah. could maybe like lay the back seat yep. down or whatever, yep. just like a little Honda Civic. Mm -hmm. And then I took a look at the box that the drone is in. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> not gonna no, work. Not, not gonna work. Yeah. This, is huge yeah, yeah no it is and even the box that it comes in it's like i think they're rated at 170 pounds you know empty without the generator and all the you know the batteries and everything else that you got to add to it it's yeah. just a core drone and uh, it was last week that we got our first shipment of you know t40 drones that we're going to be selling for this agricultural season yeah and uh it happened to be a day when it was snowing like crazy outside there was about two or three inches of snow on the ground and we don't have a dock I mean, yeah. you know, we are, uh, we're kind of bursting at the seams here and, and uh, probably upgrading to a different facility next year. But for this year, it's like, you know, let's just figure out, make do, um, you know, work with what we got. Um, small yep. business, growing, you know, trying to be smart about how we grow. So Mike was out there in the skid steer in the snow, sliding <laughs> around, unloading this freight truck. Nice. Um, I like, yeah, seriously, I walked into this building the first time in September. September of 23. Yes. Yeah. And we're in the end of January, which today is an exciting day. We should talk a little bit about today, what's going to happen later on. Uh, so so by the time you see this, um, that's true. A winner has been picked for the drone giveaway, yeah. the drone kit giveaway. The plan is that's going to happen tonight at some point, And Mike's going to, you know, pick an entry out of a hat and, uh, um, either if you have a phone on your order, we'll give you a call. Otherwise it'll be, uh, you know, send you an email, which will be a little anticlimactic yeah. if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah. But anyway, going back to, uh, when I first walked in this building in September, 2023, there was nothing here except for just 
a desk, I think, in the corner, yeah. and just a place where we could have like a shelf for merch. And mm-hmm. like fast forward to where we are now, like we are, we're stumbling over stuff. And I'd say you, you built the studio well, behind us, right? I guess I did, yeah. So it's like I helped fill it up. You yeah. helped fill it up. Yeah. You're partially to blame yeah. here for this. Yeah, I, I guess I can take so some of that blame. We got a studio yeah. here. We're gonna be doing some classroom stuff in this space. Yeah, coming up. Uh, we have two dates in March. I think they're both Fridays. And the idea yeah. is you can uh, either buy a drone, we'll help you unbox it and get from never having flown a DJI drone to feeling super confident and enjoying flying it. Um, or if you've already flown it and you just wanna hone your skills, learn some tips and tricks and spend a day with Mike and the crew, um, you can definitely sign on. Um, yeah, find it on our website. It's called Thermal Training with Mike. And so yeah, we'll be hosting that here. And then in the corner, like you were saying, we have a bunch of T40s stuck over yep. there. Man, we are bursting at the seams yeah. right now with uh, trying to get these orders of, it's gonna be wild merch shipped out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've shipped out about half of the orders and we're just gonna, um, yeah, over the next week, yeah. we hope to get all those out, um, maybe two weeks. Um, we're doing it as fast as we can. And I think we're on track to hopefully hit our expected delivery of February 5 to 15 or, or exceed it. Um, so some of you have already gotten the merch. Um, a lot of you will be getting it next week. Yeah. So Kevin, I have a question for you because this is not a question that that Mike would ask you. Okay. Um, okay. But like, what is it like to actually work with Mike? Because Mike isn't going to sit here and be like, "Hey, what is it like to work with me?" You know? Right. Because well, he's yeah. just going to say it's probably awesome. <laughs> you know? But like, he's not here. Yeah, so let's so, spill the beans. Like, yeah, like spill the, beans. spill the beans. Like, what yeah. is it like to work with that guy? Yeah, wow, that's a. Uh, what's it like to work with Mike? Um, yeah, wow, there's so there's so much I could say. Yeah, honestly. I mean, and but you want to be careful with your words because he might listen to this. Yeah, and yeah, so, you he know, might listen you, to it. No, I you still want to be. You nope, know, nope. It's like you get the real version. Get so the real version. Here, okay, here's the real here we version. go. What it's like to work with Mike. So, what it's like to work with Mike is like working with a visionary, who is has tremendous work ethic unlike anyone i've ever met i think um almost to a fault uh almost to a fault so it's like over the long run you know that'll kill you um what's really strong in the short term it's like it'll kill you in the long term so it's like you know we got to build in some margin and some uh rest and you know for the man because the man is focused and he works um and then the man is also a visionary like i've i think i'm somewhat of a visionary but compared to mike you know, I, I'm, he's a visionary. And so one of the ways that it's really fun to work with Mike is he'll walk in, you know, to a meeting and he'll say, here's what I see guys. I see this, this, you know, this is what we're going to do. And and I see this and I I think we could do it. And, uh, he doesn't know how, but it doesn't worry him and it doesn't stop Mm. him from seeing something that could be. And then that lets me, you know, kind of step in maybe sometimes like push back but often it's like okay that's a great vision how do we structure that how do we set it up how do we build a team around it and then that's kind of where i get to i think work to my strengths um so yeah and another thing about mike funny thing about mike is is i've actually learned this from mike i think it's a good thing i don't know but it is so refreshing it is so refreshing when you pick up the phone do you know there's this, like, to me, I, I, I absolutely abhor. How's it going? How are you? Good. Are you oh, good? Yeah. I'm good. Yep. You're good. Okay. Everybody's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. So it's, and it's like, <laughs> it takes 45 seconds yeah. to get into like, yeah. 
Like, you I know, people don't you. like want to call you and actually yeah. ask you, oh, how are you yeah, doing? Right. How are you? Yeah. Like, they, it's all to get to the point. Get to the yeah. point, yeah. Yeah. And Mike is like, uh, first words out of his mouth on the phone call, hey, so I was thinking about, <laughs> um, or it's like, hey, so what did you see about, you know, or it's changed the way I talk on the phone. And it's, it's given me, it's like, and I, I don't know, I, hopefully I'm not being rude, but then like, I don't know if you've thought about it when I talk to you or talk to, I don't know, I call people, I'm like, hey, so what yeah. are you going to, and maybe, I don't know, yeah. is that rude? I mean, it, I feel like it's probably got to be in certain contexts. Like if you haven't talked to the person for, you know, two months or something like that, you know, it'd probably be nice to, you know, make sure they're, you know, not on a hospital bed, you know, somewhere about to pass away like like to just kind of you know check like kind yeah. of as a courtesy thing like i think that's good yeah. um but if it's somebody that you're working with daily yeah. or just like have this constant communication yeah. with mm -hmm. and you just need to use a phone call as a as a way to keep the communication going yeah. then i think that's yeah. that's good that's okay yeah i yeah. i uh, would not disagree yeah. yeah what's it been like for you working with mike funny story i think um we're not sure is i'm not sure <laughs> see mike you know, I watched him on the videos, yeah. you know, before I had any idea that I'd even get involved in yeah, this. Yeah. Deer. You know, I knew who Mike was because yeah. of watching him on the videos. And so then I had that conversation with you about getting into, you know, trying to find pets. Yeah. And, yep. and then you hired me, uh, but I hadn't met Mike yet. Mm -hmm. And so here I am driving along the road down in my area, which is about an hour and a half away from here. And what do you know? There's a spray rig yeah. that's alongside yeah. the road. And it's like, who else could that be? So I slammed on the brakes, turned around. Sure enough, it was Mike. But like one thing that I've realized about working with Mike, now <laughs> I film for Mike. Yeah. And when he's out doing recoveries yeah. and stuff, hyper-focus when he mm -hmm. is actually doing yeah. work. Yeah. Like just, you know, drilled in. And that's how he was. And it was just like you really quickly got the sense that um be really nice to chat with you dude whoever you are like i'm not giving out any autographs he's probably just thinking you know here's just this you know fan that's like oh it's mike i gotta stop you know uh he you know he didn't know that i was gonna actually come work for him well and he, and and he, he had probably a drone in the air he had a drone he, in he the was air spraying and, and he, he was spraying he's and like, it was just like hey nice talking but i gotta go i you got know? some yeah some things to do yeah totally yeah so it was, it was just kind of funny to look back because it it was like oh you know this guy seems like already really stuck up but then when you actually get to know him yeah he's yeah, yeah. He's pretty legit. yeah. And, and I, I think I think it would be different too if you met him at a show or something where what he's doing yeah. is just you know yeah. talking hanging out you know it's almost <laughs> laughable to me you know when I see the emails come in like okay I come from a perspective of not knowing Mike at all. I know you, yeah. but didn't how, how know, you know the, the business. Oh, you're my cousin. <laughs> yeah. First cousin. Yeah, we're first actually. cousins. Yes. yes. Yeah. We've, yeah. So we've known each other for a long time yeah. and kind of worked together different times throughout our, yeah. our lives. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But, continue. So anyway, so got thrusted into drone deer recovery. Uh, but I, after seeing how Mike operates, seeing how you operate, just your passion for helping people, uh, in this industry, this business growing, like I find it actually laughable when people, you know, send these comments or emails just being like, oh, this is just such horrible customer service. And just like, you know, just almost to where it's like, you guys are lazy, you know, just like, you don't care about yeah. people. You don't care about responding. Like, no, I have not yeah. seen a group of guys more than you and Mike that like, like care about providing quality service 
and it's just because of the growth mm -hmm. some stuff just slips through mm -hmm. the cracks yeah. and and but it tears you up mm -hmm. when you find that like when it bothers you both you guys yeah. that like yeah. when when <clears throat> that stuff happens and i that's what i've appreciated mm -hmm. about you know mm -hmm. working with this company realizing that the growth is happening mm -hmm. so fast that there are going to be places that you can't provide the mm -hmm. service that you want but it's not because you don't want to mm -hmm. it's it's like you're yeah. growing you're building yeah. the team you're, you're bringing people around you to, to make it better yeah and, and yeah. It, it seems like anybody who has uh like grown a business before like the, what we hear from them is like just stay on it improve customer service it's all going to be built on service and you know you can't build a company without yeah. it so that is our focus and I, I i do think though like i'm just thinking of a time right now i think two weeks ago where we sold a drone kit to a gentleman um, and the DJI Care basic code that we got from DJI was incorrect. And so we can complain to our supplier, get a new one. But by the time that we did that, gave him a new one, it was past oh, the 72 yeah. hours to you know buy into his. And he, he texted and he said, hey, this has just been, it's been a pain in the butt, like dealing with you guys. And, and I, I mean, I feel terrible because yeah. it's like, it, I, it is a pain. Like that yeah. was not an easy transaction yeah. for the gentleman. And so what we did for him is like, I mean, I personally called him on my cell. I was like, hey, listen, we like, this has been frustrating. I'm so sorry. Um, can I please, um, like I can walk you through how to activate it through a video direct to DJI, or if it's easier, let me send you a label, send the drone back to us and, and all me and my team will do it. We'll activate it for you. And either way you go about it, it's a pain. It's not yeah, as like, yeah, but, yeah. but I, guess, I guess the point is I do feel, and I appreciate you saying that. And I do feel like whenever we drop a ball, like we're going to yeah. try to make it right. Yes. That's I have heard so many of those conversations, whether it's you or whether it's Mike being like, Hey, I'm calling that guy personally yeah. and yep. trying to, yep. you know, make things better. Yeah. And, um, I've, yeah, I've really appreciated that yeah. just, you know, as somebody that's just more employed, you know, employee bases, just, mm -hmm being able to uh see that mm -hmm. just it's it's been really yeah. fun to be no, that's part good of to that. hear that's yeah. good to hear and I, I yeah a lot of the comments that you get or i guess you know you have an interesting perspective because when did you start flying a drone like you've had your part 107 for years yeah yeah but i've had my part 107 probably like for seven six or seven years now when did um, you uh buy the matrice uh, so it was in, it was late October into September, I believe sometime around there. Uh, September, October in that time frame. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's, it's interesting cause, uh, you know, people hear Mike and I just responded to an email this morning of a guy who was saying, um, Hey, it seems like you guys are over exaggerating how many calls there are and how many, you know, it's like you're, you're doing, you're over exaggerating things just to sell drone kits. And uh, I, I tell him what I would tell you guys, you know, I tell everybody this, it's like, we actually have a whole podcast on how to do market research. And you better believe that we're gonna tell you what our experience has been. And that's why I'm yeah. curious to kind of lead yeah. into what your experience has been, but you shouldn't do it based on what I'm telling you. Like, I'll tell you how to research deer, you know, harvested in your county and, and uh, you know, talk to other pilots, talk to dog guys, I mean, talk to, like go out there and do your own research and don't just jump off a cliff based on us. And I would tell you this, if you have a bad feeling about it, like you don't think that we're being honest or it just doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a guy messaged me this morning and was like, hey, I, I, I feel like, you know, you guys are hyping it up. And a lot of people, uh, you know, there's a lot of Amish because 
this year, you know, Mike would have sent you a bunch of calls. Yeah. Other guys, a bunch of calls. And then you got calls directly yeah. to the website as well. Yeah. But Mike did the calls that were close, right? Yeah. Because Mike is not just a content creator. He's also helping to run a business. Right. And so there's a lot of uh, Amish that appear in the, in the videos this year. And I guess he was wondering, it seems like, I think what he was saying is, it seems like nobody but the Amish is really interested in this service. Oh. And if you don't have Amish in your area, it's not going to work. Oh, yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah, so, that's not true because, okay, so we had gotten a drone and we had started doing the pet, looking for pets, uh, but we hadn't actually been listed directly on your site. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden at some point it was just like, wait, like I have a background in hunting largely thanks to you yeah you told yeah. me off camera yeah. that i got you into hunting i'm like yeah how did i ever yeah get this into is hunting? so funny i had never thought of it until this morning when i was driving up here it's like what am i going to talk about with kevin on this podcast and i was like wait a second here did i get you into hunting so we visited you uh my dad and i in el salvador, el salvador yeah i grew up in el salvador. i was probably say seven eight years old when we took a trip down and one of your requests was for us to bring a game down <laughs> called deer hunter yes and we unpacked we took the plastic off of that oh, thing baby. and we plugged that thing into the computer downloaded it you know with yep. those like yep. they call them probably a was disc that CD? cd cd i think probably that's what before they call the them. days of dvds yeah, yeah. And, you know, downloaded that thing and we played Deer Hunter <laughs> and we even figured out that. So there's this like box that you can select the area that you want to go hunt. Yeah. And then you, there's a cheat code that you can put in that makes so that you can actually just see where the deer <laughs> is like on the map. And then you just bring your scope over that and then that opens up that hunting area you know, all very like nineties, you know, yeah, right. like yep. graphics Windows and stuff like that. Right. Style. Yeah. But like you could just land on that spot and go into the hunting area and boom, you could shoot yourself a deer, you know, <laughs> and we played that. Uh, and with the cheat codes, probably with the cheat codes, of course. Yeah. Um, cause Kevin, who else would, I mean, he knows that those are just out there. Like I would have never, yeah. I could have played deer hunter for I don't know. years. Did we never them? Knew I, mean, that. I don't know how we found them. I don't know. Them. But anyway, all to say is that that game stayed with you in El Salvador. Yeah. I went yeah. home, but I had but to, that was the, I had to get my own version of deer hunter. So are, you, then. are you telling me that was one of the key things that got you? Well, I'm just saying hunting. that like, I never really knew like hunting really, like it wasn't really a thing in my yeah, mind, yeah. but we started doing it and I was just like, then uh, when I was 13 is when yeah. I went on my first elk hunt. Yeah, a guy nice. actually tapped me. He's yeah. the one that I would attribute to like really getting me into it. But mm -hmm. like I played deer hunter mm -hmm. on that windows 95 or 98 or whatever for a long time <laughs> largely in part uh yeah that's you. amazing so yeah and austin you and you've kind of done the same thing for me in uh you know getting me into uh, i'd say like travel oh, like yeah. i think i think i visited last count between 30 and 35 countries oh yeah and uh when i was 20 i don't know early 20s you invited me on a what was it, a 30-day trip we went to Vietnam, Cambodia. We trekked across Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. And probably my favorite memory from that whole trip was buying tickets on an overnight tourist bus, I think from <laughs> Bangkok to Vietnam or Ho Chi Minh City or something. And and they'll sell tickets, you know. Yeah, sell the tourist tickets. Well, there's no room on the bus, but we'll still sell you a ticket. Oh, yeah. 
And I remember how fired up you got. <laughs> you told oh my that, goodness. You told that uh, bus driver, you're getting on that. We're getting on this bus. Five of us guys. We're getting on this bus. There's no doubt about it. And he said, the only way to get on this bus is if you get underneath with the baggage. That's right. And uh, so we did. Yeah. And we slept in there on top of everybody's suitcases in pitch black yep. uh, with the little like phone lights. We played card games. and Such slept. a good time. And oh. then at some point knocked on the door. Hey, this is the restroom stop. You know, yep. get out, do your thing, get back in there. 12 hours, I think, was, yep. was what we yeah. were in there. Pitch black. Yep. And yep. Uh, made it safely and... Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, I, I think the funny thing that I remember from that was that I had kind of the thing that had got me fired up was that if we're if we're going to be luggage on this bus, then I expect to pay a luggage price. But he <laughs> wanted to charge me for what experienced people have laying flat, which was a flat up, laid out. Yeah, it was a laid down like sleeper TV. bus. Yeah, um, I did not want to pay that price. Uh, but he was adamant and said that if he gives discount, there's no profit. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, uh, but that's not my problem. Uh, and he did give it a little discount, yeah. and we yeah. went under the bus. Yeah. And Good I times. Mean, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, also, let's talk about, uh, uh, before we wrap this up, let's talk about um, what your experience has been. Um, you know, you've been doing pet recoveries, you've been doing deer recoveries, and now you're going into ag. Yeah. So just, just, uh, I, I guess, you know, is there work out there? What has it been hard to find? What have you done that's been successful? Just, uh, kind of bring us up to speed yeah. with your drone yeah. journey. Yeah. So I guess we kind of, uh, pivoted from what I was saying. Like we, uh, we ended up getting on the site for deer recovery and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden things just exploded. Cause um, it was right during that rut. Right. Lead up to I mean, rut. it was right yeah. in that rut yeah. yep. time and it was just like, I did the, the first, the first night I ended up doing three calls and didn't finish until like six AM. And I had one, Mike was like, Hey, could you get this one? at six o'clock and I was still finishing up that third one. And so he sent somebody else, but I could have kept going with four calls. And it was like, I've been out. I had started at like 10 o'clock that night. That was the first night and you ever did deer. It recovery. was like the first night I had done one night prior to that for a little doe or something. For, somebody no, from it was uh it was actually a deer. It was through, I forget how I got, I think Mike maybe had just said, Hey, you want to do this one? Or I forget yeah. all the details, but like we hadn't been set up on the, yeah. the website yet. Mm -hmm. um, but that whole through the, the rut and everything mm -hmm. was just crazy. And it was all stuff that was fairly close to my area yeah. down there. I mean, I'd say, you know, an hour or two yep. drive yep. from um, here, from, from my area oh, you're down from radius from, from where you live, from where yeah. I live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I live an hour and a half from yeah. here, mm -hmm. but, and then most of my calls were mm -hmm. a good hour mm -hmm. or so away from, from there. And it was just started with down a and, yeah. um, and it's just now, now that we've been doing a lot of pet calls, that's picking up speed as mm -hmm. well as just people know that that's an option. Yeah. And like people in our area, like, some admins of their Facebook, like for lost pets mm -hmm. group. Oh, they just, they just love what we're yeah, doing yeah. and, and they're helping us spread the word. This is something that we can do in our area. And, and now doing that, like looking for, like, uh, it was two days ago. I was looking for a little chihuahua, but I was so confident 
that I would be able to find it if it was in the search area because I was going to the, the customer and saying, you know what? I see this thermal. I'm about 200 feet in the air. Zoom in, boom, a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Or like, hey, let me show you this. I can see this from my screen, this little tiny screen, and I'm 200 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. Oh, squirrel. Boom. You know, it's yeah. just like, so if a chihuahua, it's like seems small, but like that's so much bigger than a bunny, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to, yeah. to see it. Did so, you find it? So it ended up, we, we heard then that while we were searching, that somebody found it alongside of the road Got and it. had gotten yeah. hit. Because that, that's the thing. So pets have a whole other kind of behavior. I imagine there's a different learning curve. Oh, for yeah. Finding a pet, tracking a pet than there Absolutely. is for deer. Yeah. And, and, and to go to say, like, now that I get, like, it was been two weeks ago since I did my last call because, you know, you're in the end of the season. You don't, it's, things are winding down. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like looking for deer is almost like uh you almost do it in your sleep because it's so easy. Like looking for deer is so easy. Like when yeah. you're looking yeah. for small little pets yeah. and all of a sudden you yeah, go out so the deer, deer is fatally wounded. So it's yeah. not going to, you know, it's like, unless you push it, it's not going to yeah. go just miles and yeah. miles. A dog may, depending on the situation. Yeah. So deer is easy mode is yeah. what I hear you tell yeah. me. Yeah. And I have like a whole, like the data that we're collecting, like we put it all into a spreadsheet so we can track like how long we've been searching, what type of animal, because we're wanting to collect this data so that we can educate people. But I don't know, I don't know that this is the podcast to educate about pet stuff because it's like, if you want to hear more about what we've been learning in the pet space, then maybe just drop a comment. I don't need, I don't think we have to take the time here but there's just some fascinating, like, just as far as like figuring out how long we should s search and stuff like that mm -hmm. before it just becomes like looking in a needle haystack. Like we're collecting that data and I can give you yeah. some pretty, um, I can give you some, some of the stuff that we've yeah. been learning yep. from that. So yeah. I think it's awesome. And what I've heard from, you know, some of our other like deer pilots, like, you know, Mike and Jay, it's like they get fired up about finding deer and you know it's like the rush for them is helping a hunter find a buck that otherwise he would never have been able to recover and there's just no better feeling than that yeah but yeah. to go out there and find a pet it's just not it doesn't stir a passion yeah. with them and yeah. that's when i think from our very first conversations you told me hey for me what gets me pumped up more than about anything is just finding someone's dog yeah yeah helping them like you know bring that dog back yeah I think the content you're making on YouTube is phenomenal. And I think that for, uh, you should check out, by the way, Drone uh, Pet Recovery. Yeah. If you haven't already seen it, it's like there's good videos in the works. Um, yeah. Really cool recoveries. Um, and I think, I think, uh, you know, maybe a lot of people watch this for the deer content, but there isn't a space to explore like what yeah. gets you excited. Yeah. You know? And I think for people that are watching this that maybe are like actual pilots, um, like, man, one of the things that gets me, because I love doing the deer recoveries too. I get so, I, I'm, I'm a hunter, so that gets me pumped up too. But it's just like, man, get pumped up about doing deer recoveries, get pumped up about doing pet recoveries. And like, all of a sudden you have this season where you can be really yeah. busy. Like if yeah. you're just focused so much just on deer, then depending on your area, maybe it's not enough to yeah. be like a full-time yep. thing for you in that season. But if you mix pets in that as yeah. well, and you push that hard mm -hmm. in your area, like that you have this mm -hmm. technology, like I just want to be out flying drones, you know, during well, that season. So you've gotten that, pumped up about deer, about pet, and now we're going to see if you get pumped up about yeah, ag. Yeah, I, I feel like that's... <laughs> if you get pumped coming, about all those yeah. three things, you're going to fly yeah. 
a drone year round. Right. And I think that's one of the things that like is so exciting about this is because ag and then the thermal space, yeah. they just pair so well. They, they the are like, like this. If you want to do both, then yeah. I think you can make a career. If you only choose to do one, then it kind of has to be it's a, a side, side hustle. Gig. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think you before doing this, okay. So you're a pastor. Um, you had a, you were painting, you were doing interior yeah. house painting before yeah. you came and did this. Did a good job, kind of bored. And f for me, it's just phenomenal to see how an entry, like for you, it was an entry through drone deer recovery into the thermal drone space. But I mean, you're not gonna be working here that much longer because as soon as ag comes and all this other stuff, like you're gonna be a full-time drone pilot. Yeah. And I'm gonna be sad to have you go, but it's gonna be awesome to have you out there you know, owning your own drone business, creating your own content, yeah. and uh, thermal, uh, deer, pet, ag. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yep. So it's it's exciting, and I just I just never thought, even six months ago, that being in the drone industry, yeah. doing a full, making that a full time job, yep. not even a possibility. Wow, what? It's like it's imagine a been, job where you get to yeah. fly a drone, yeah. and get paid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so pretty awesome. What else do we yeah. talk about, Austin? Because you're also our producer, right? You're like, who knows where this podcast is going to go? Once Austin leaves yeah. and gets too busy with drones, how do we produce this podcast? You'll probably see it go. Uh, I don't know. You know, the thing about, you know, the, the awesome thing about being, you know, a faith based company um, is just realizing that, you know, God truly does bring people when it's been amazing them, it's know? been amazing you know what and oh, just a god story because we are unashamedly like like mike and i go to the same church um the way that we met was at a coffee shop when i was the week after um a video production business that i co-owned um we couldn't figure out how to make it work and we had to shut it down and i was just there sitting there like ah what do i do next and mike walks in he's like i got this crazy idea he hands me his credit card and he says Help me build a website, a brand, and then that's how we got started. Oh. Mm -hmm. But when I was trying to hire the first kind of customer service person, um, put out something on LinkedIn. Uh, sorry, not LinkedIn, uh, Indeed. And I must have not. It was a remote job. Twelve hundred applications by the next morning. Oh my goodness! It's like how do you, how do you even go through twelve hundred yeah. applications? And there was only one person out of the 1200 applications because i think it's so easy on indeed you go like submit 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 oh, okay. you know send 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 you have your pre-made resume send 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 there's only one person that went to the work of um looking at our website contacting me directly finding an email for me sending me a photo of of uh you know they were in the hunting space also and she had a passion about hunting hmm. and she just went the extra mile and it's like those are the people that and we hired her and she's been phenomenal. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I would just say we're looking to hire in the customer service space, producer space. Some of it's remote. Some of it I'd like for you to be here in Ohio. Um, but if, if uh, you want to join the drone deer recovery team and you think that you might have a skill set that you could help us in the growth curve that we're in, um, my email is Kevin at drone .com. Send me an email. Um, Tell me a little bit about, about yourself and tell me how you see fitting into this team and helping us build something this year, because we'll, we will be hiring probably five to 10 people this year. So yeah. Um, yeah. looking forward to that. And I'd love, I'd love if, if somebody thinks, wants to raise their hand and say, Hey, I think I could help with this. 
um, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Nice. So I think we've been uh, we've been talking for a while, Austin. It's good to have you on the show. Um, I, I feel like you know you are a blessing. We're thankful for what you've contributed to Drone Deer, and and you've been instrumental in. Um, when my workload is kind of overwhelming, you've helped me tackle things. Super appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm sure we'll see more of you over the next couple months and year. Um, so any last words? Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I definitely feel more comfortable being behind the camera, you know, producing, pushing all the buttons and everything like that. But this has been fun. Like it's been good to, you know, mix things up. And I think it's just a good to mix it up for our audience too. like, they don't always have to see Mike, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's it's uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's but, all good. Yeah. yeah. So good. guys, thanks for watching. Um, and as Mike would say, we'll see you on the next one.